Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Well, amen. This is Brother Jeremy Simpson, and thank you for joining us today for the Treasures of Truth podcast. I sure enjoy uh, coming behind the mic and bringing some truths from the Word of God, and I hope that today's episode, number 44, is going to be a blessing. I want to go to the book of 1 John, 1 John, chapter number 2 and verse number 28, 1 John, chapter number 2 and verse number 28, and I want to deal with the subject today on continue with Christ or abiding in Christ. The Bible says in 1 John 2, 28, And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If ye know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. The book of 1 John is one of my favorites. I love the book of Ephesians. I love the book of Romans. I love the gospel of John. It is my favorite. And I love the book of 1 John. If you're dealing with doubt or despair or you're dealing with confusion, and this is a great book to read. Five chapters. doesn't take long to read it at all. And if I was dealing with doubt, I would be reading the gospel of John over and over and the book of 1 John over and over. It's a great book. And it teaches a few different things in these five chapters. Number one, it teaches assurance. It teaches assurance. 27 times in the book of 1 John, you have the word know, K-N-O-W, knowledge. And so it teaches assurance. The second thing it teaches is adoration, because you find the word love 42 times in these five chapters. The third thing it teaches is about admission of sin. Verse uh, 8 through 10 of 1 John 1, if we say that we have no sin, it talks about that admission of sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So it teaches about assurance 27 times the word no. It teaches about adoration 42 times the word love. It teaches about the admission of sin there in 1 John 1, 8 through 10. But I love this. It teaches us about our advocate. 1 John 2, 1, if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. But I'm interested in what it teaches about abiding, abiding. The Bible said in our text, 1 John 2, 28, and now little children abide in him. Twelve times abiding is mentioned in 1 John. And we need to walk with assurance of faith, and we need to have adoration for the Lord and our fellow believers, and we need to stay humble and admit when we've sinned and admit our failures, and I need my advocate on a daily basis. But I want to talk about continuing, 
abiding. The word abide in our text is the same word you find in verse number 19 of this chapter, 1 John 2, 19, where the Bible said they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued abide with us. The word abide means simply to stay, to stay in a given place, to stay in a given state, to stay in a good a given relation. It means to stay fixed. It means to keep hope and continue with expectancy. It means to stand and dwell. It means to remain and endure. It just simply means, abide simply means keep on keeping on. You know something that's really troubled me? Here we are in these days we're living where the world has so changed. But you know what? We're, we're not to be surprised by that. Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you know what troubles me? The church has changed. Preachers have changed. Um, the old-time way is mocked and scorned and laughed at. I'm not ashamed of the church being old-fashioned. At Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church where I pastor, we're old-fashioned. We still have the old songs. We still hold only to the King James Bible. We still uh, say amen and shout, and uh, we still have a choir. <laughs> uh, that's becoming a thing of the past. Now it seems to be just five or six on the stage as a team worshiping. I like the old-time choir singing. And I think it should break our hearts as the family of God that folks are not enduring. One thing that really troubles me is to see people leave the church. Someone, I was talking to a pastor the other day, and he was asking me about our church. And I said, well, there's some coming and there's some going, and I'm trying to have more coming than going. It breaks my heart to see anybody leave the house of God. And God has blessed us tremendously. We have seen more come than go, and I praise God for that. But I hate to see people leave the house of God because I understand it's not them just leaving the church. A lot of times it's them leaving God. And every one of us that are listening today that are churchgoers, we know someone who used to go to church with us, who used to worship with us, who used to work with us for the Lord that is no longer in the race tonight. And I could give illustration after illustration of those who have cont not continued. But the key word is the word abide. Now, I know the Bible teaches eternal salvation. Once a person truly gets saved, they're saved forever. Uh, it's either eternal salvation or it's not. And he said, I give unto them eternal life. Well, that by definition, it means unending. And there's an important doctrine about eternal security and eternal salvation that we need to understand, and that's the preservation of the saints. We are depending upon the keeping power of God. I, I believe that saints persevere because they are preserved. First Peter 1 says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to to the abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fadeth not away, 
reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Preservation. Preservation. He has, he is preserving us. He is keeping us. We will make the reservation because of preservation. The Bible teaches us that he would not lose nothing but would raise it up again at the last day in John chapter number six. He gives us eternal life and we shall never perish. Nothing's going to pluck us out of his hand. Jude verse 24 says he is able to keep us from falling. The Bible said in verse one of Jude that we are preserved in Jesus Christ. So that's a very important part of abiding is preservation. It means to guard from loss or injury. It means to guard by keeping an eye upon. It means to prevent from escaping, and it implies a fortress round about. God is able to safeguard his children. Now, the Bible teaches preservation of the saints, but it also teaches perseverance of the saints, continuing. Look at our verses again. Uh, 1 John 2, 19, they went out from us, they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have no doubt continued with us. Now, Christians are not perfect, but they will persevere. And there is a continuing abiding spirit on the inside that will not allow a true believer to quit. Verse 20 tells us that, but ye have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. You have an unction to function. <laughs> I like that. There is an unction so that you can function. That word unction, it means a special gift or a special endowment. He's the promise that was given. He's the promise. Verse 24 said, Let that therefore abide in you which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he hath promised us, even eternal life. There is a comforter. There is a go-along with us that will cause us to persevere. And he has sealed us with that spirit. We're sealed until the day of redemption. We trusted, according to Ephesians 1.13, we trusted, heard the word of God, the gospel of our salvation, believed on that, and were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. The Spirit is the seal. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed until the day of redemption. And the truth is, we can continue because he continues. He is our unction so that we may function. And so I want to encourage you today not to continue in works of righteousness because you didn't begin in the flesh, so why try to continue in the flesh? Foolish Galatians, Paul told those believers, you started in the spirit, are you going to continue in the flesh? No, we continue by the one that continues. We don't quit because he don't quit. He remains faithful. And we can be faithful because He is faithful. There's so much truth in the Word of God today. Continue because He continues. Hey, I want you to go out today and be salt and be light in this world. How we need the church to rise up, to rise up and live in the power of the Holy Spirit. 
if it's uh, afternoon or evening and you've uh, just settled down and listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose to go out tomorrow and be salt and be light in this world. We can continue because he continues. We can function because we have the unction. Until the next podcast of Treasures of Truth, God bless you.